about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. And good morning. Welcome. Welcome one and all to game time here on a Tuesday. Tom, Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we kick off a brand new day on this uh, beautiful Tuesday morning. We're brought to you in part by Good Feet, VersaLift Southwest, and Pro Star Rentals. And we're glad to be with you here inside the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat Studios. Uh, let's go around the horn and check in and and say good morning to Ward White. Ward, how are you? Outstanding. Garrett, what's going on today? Uh, not much. Living, you know, staying alive. The dream? The dream. The dream. The dream. Ward, he is living the dream. Nice. <laughs> like somebody is. I got, you got to try. You got to try. Well, you know what? That's, that's a great point. Uh, you got to try. Yeah. I mean, you just got to get out there and, and, and get amongst them and all that good stuff. and Keep pushing forward. Put put one foot in front of the other. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Look both ways before crossing the street. I mean, we're what, what are we doing here? Anyway, we're glad you're with us this morning. Uh, we're going to have some fun, uh, talk some sports with you. Uh, so I was thinking about this. Obviously, we'll, we'll, we'll talk spring football, but it, as far as competitive football, we're we're done until August, right? I mean, you got the USFL. USFL's coming, and so we're done until August. And is, are are you guys excited about? Uh, seriously, are you excited about the USFL? Yes. Are you really? Yes. Do you think it's going to be a high caliber, high quality product? It's not going to be the NFL, but it's going to be it's going to be football in the spring. Now these are going to be dudes that. Didn't make it, couldn't make it. I mean, who who are we talking about? What's the rosters going to look like? Anybody know? It's going to be some that are that have been cut from NFL rosters. It's going to be some that just didn't get a shot, so that may be on the cusp of of getting invited to training camp somewhere. So, uh, I I think there's going to be some good athletes on the field. Will the NFL look at this league and go, well, there may be one or two that we can go steal from? Probably, yeah. They've done it in the past with the other leagues. I'm, I'm, yeah, that's definitely going to look. In the process of burying other leagues. I mean, who has stood up to the NFL? Has anybody yet? No. You really can't. I mean, no, it's, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a machine. And when you go back and look at the last month of the NFL season, I, I don't know how anything from a professional football standpoint could even – compare i mean that was that was pretty good stuff it, it was it, this was definitely the best season in the nfl that i've seen personally but i, I like the idea i like the concept of bringing the usfl back it, it gives a lot of these guys who you know didn't make the team an opportunity to stay in state you know and it, it's in a bubble situation so well, and, and you're I'm not going to be all over the place either i want to go there so philadelphia is going to play their games in birmingham alabama houston ward is going to play their games in birmingham alabama it's if you're introducing a brand new product and you can't introduce it in the market in which they represent, is it that a problem as well? Could be a little bit, but I mean it's made for TV with this being in a central location. So I mean they're going after the TV deal. So it's uh, not about the fans. 
Not right now, it's not. Yeah, you want to get established. I think that it's hard for, to me, it's hard to, as a fan, to grab a hold of a team if you know nothing about them, right? Like, it, you naturally, if you're, say, you are Philadelphia, we know how their fan base is crazed and they all cheer for everybody across the board, no matter the mm-hmm. sport. But if you're in Houston gamblers, are you really, if you're in Houston, are you really going to be watching that if you don't know? I mean, to me, you put the product out there, let people get familiar with it, and then you can bring the fan base in. I'll tell you this. Uh, there were a handful of franchises in that USFL that absolutely loved their team and, and went to the games. And, and Houston was one of them, wasn't it, wasn't it, Ward? I mean, Houston, San Antonio both had New really, York, New Jersey was another one. Yeah, well, and look, you have to admit, too, though, they, there was star power there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, look who the quarterback of Houston was. You remember? I don't. I was too little. No, it was Jim Kelly. It was Jim Kelly. See? Yeah, you get star power. <laughs> it was Jim Kelly. Ursa Walker running back in New Jersey. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get that kind of stuff this go around at all. But you, there's still a lot of good players out there that you can go and get. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, there's in this situation, there's more players and there's places to play in the NFL. So, But oh, here's another thing. If, say, you're a kid. Um, you get lost in the transfer portal. Do you, this is another opportunity, I'm guessing, for you. I, I need to know how that works. Like, can you, if a kid is, say, a junior or a senior, like, can they, can you go from the transfer portal over there? Well, you can. I mean, if you. But you can't go back to college. No, you, you've just forfeited any, quote, unquote. Yeah, but I mean, if you're, if, say, you're sitting there and you're like, okay, there's, what, over 2,000 kids in the transfer portal right now, plus more recruits coming in. You're lost in the shuffle. This is a good way to go actually get film, you know what I'm saying, to, to put build your resume Absolutely. to go to the NFL. Yeah. I mean, you know, you just forfeit the rest of your eligibility in yeah. college, so you have to make the decision whether you're going pro or not because this is a pro league. And the problem you're going to have, there is a in, – in some sports, it's not as big an issue, but in, in football, I would think an 18-year-old and a 22- or 23-year-old uh, – that that's 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 a that's a big ask, if you know what I mean. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and I'm not saying I'm not saying getting like a young guy fresh out of high school. What I'm saying is one of these older guys who's bounced around and, and didn't find a home. And at that point, there you know, there's no nil deal on the table. They need money, whatever. It, it, there's a good opportunity for you to go to the uh, over there to the USFL to work your way into the NFL. Yeah, I'm not sure how that would work, uh, in, in what they're going to do, but. I mean, we're going to find out. I mean, there's spring football coming. There is spring football coming. I mean, what do we say? There's, And I'll say this. When you look at the head coaches of these franchises, these are established football coaches. These are not guys that, you know, they went and plucked from, a, from this program. I mean, they, I mean, they've hired people that you and I immediately recognize as, as, as quality head coaches. I mean, so – that's a good starting point, Ward, for for these programs. Oh, there's no doubt. They they had to do something. They had to go out and find, you know, some recognizable names that they felt like that, you know, they could be have at least some stability uh, within the program. So, you know, having that opportunity gives them a leg up. And you know, when people turn on their TV because that's what they're going to rely on, you know, they have to have some names that are recognizable because if they don't well, then people are not going to stay locked in. Right. 
Uh, high school basketball girls playoffs began last night. There was a bunch of games across Central Texas. I, I, I just I was I was reading this morning's Waco Tribune Herald, and I was just looking at a couple of scores. <laughs> Did you see the La Vega score? They, yeah, they uh, they beat um, Lufkin Hudson seventy five to fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a, in, and I guess that's what you get sometimes when you get that one versus that four. And then I look down and, you know, there's a team that uh, in Fairfield Ward, and I think we all know that this is a team that could very well win a state title. Another. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yes. Uh, they improved to 34-1 and with a 89-7 to victory over Florence. That is incredible. Uh, you really, I mean, at some point you really hate if you're Florence, but, dude, you got to get some buckets somewhere. Wow. It was, I mean, oh. I watched Fairfield earlier this year in the Cameron tournament. They played a team from San Antonio, man, and it was, they're playing upper, up a classification. They are a machine. Yeah, they are good. so good. Very good. Yeah. I mean, look, and this was, this, I, and we talk about 89 to 7, but this was more about Fairfield than it was about Absolutely. the opponent. I Absolutely. Mean, you know, sometimes it's just, they're, it's it just that's just how good they are i mean and, and and you know they've got a little machine going on over there uh in freestone county and and what what a nice job they did so and, and there's a lot of other games going on yeah, too duncanville beat temple last night 69 38 mm. so temple out in round one that's it that's in there again that's that's that uh one versus four yeah that's that one versus four thing so uh tough go uh, and again, there were a lot of other games and games coming up tonight as well. So there you go. Speaking of uh, games, uh, last night, Big Monday, you had uh, both Kansas programs in action. And Kansas State uh, wins a game last night. They beat West Virginia. What is going on with West Virginia? They've hit a skid. Who have they ever? They don't even, but they don't resemble like an old Bob Huggins team at all. They don't press. They're, they're really just kind of like lethargic. They go through the motions. They had a big lead last night, and they just let K-State completely take it away from them. 78-73, the final there. And then uh, Kansas just, you know. Did Kansas. Kansas was Kansas last night. They beat Oklahoma State 76-62. So KU is now 10-2 and in the conference, a full game ahead of, uh, of Baylor in the, uh, in the uh, Big 12 standings. And that win for Kansas State. Gets them to within one game of 500 uh, in the Big 12. And everybody says kind of with this league, the magic numbers is is eight. And, and if, you get to, if you get to eight, you're probably in the conversation for the NCAA tournament. So we'll see. I think you could be. I mean, Kansas State, they're, they're a solid team. They're just going up against, you know, <laughs> I mean, powerhouses night they're, in and night out. So if you cut a team like that loose in the tournament, we've seen in the past, all it takes is one player. I mean, Marquette went on that run with Dwayne Wade. You had Davidson with uh, Steph Curry. Nigel Pack is one of those players that could really get hot in March Madness and become a household name. I'm just looking, and we're going to talk a little bit about this coming up in a couple of minutes, about bracketology and, and all of that stuff. Do you guys buy into it, uh, into the bracketology thing? Where, you know, they, it's been going on, what, a couple of weeks now at least, Uh so, are, are are you are you a believer in 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 this bracketology where these guys are putting their mock 
uh, tournaments together? Yeah, I, I do because it's it's been more accurate than than not accurate over the past few years. There's a couple, and and Joe Lenardi, and then what is the uh, uh, Ken Palm and Ken Palm? Yeah, I I'm, like I'm gonna tell you right now, those guys they got they've got their research. I mean, they're not, they're not just sitting around going, "Hey, let's let's figure out 68." No, I mean, when you start looking at in what they done, it's it's pretty impressive. I mean. And and watch them year in year out, just how accurate they can be. So uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that coming up in our next segment. Uh, one other quick note that I wanted to pass along here this morning: uh, funeral services for Coach Leroy Coleman are set. Uh, the uh, visitation will be this Friday evening from five until seven o'clock at the Church of the Open Door in Bell Mead. Services will be Saturday at eleven a.m. at the uh, Church of the Open Door. So visitation Friday night. Five to seven service uh, for Coach Coleman will be Saturday morning at 11 a.m. All right, uh, 713. We're 13 minutes after 7 o'clock. Let's do talk about some basketball. Let's do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor baseball all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Coach Rod and the Bears opening the new season with a three-game series at Baylor Ballpark this weekend against Maryland. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 3, and Sunday at 1. Coach Rod and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly sunny, warm, and breezy again today. Highs top out at 73 degrees. Increasing clouds tonight. Could see some drizzle move in overnight as lows fall to 57. And tomorrow, mostly cloudy skies with a 30% chance of a shower or storm in the afternoon and a high of 74. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. The decisions made in our courtrooms have a lasting impact on all of us here in McLennan County. That's why the conservative leaders and organizations we trust are united in their support of Judge Ryan Luna. Judge Luna is endorsed by Texas Right to Life, Citizens for Pro-Life Action, Gun Owners of America, the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, several of the most conservative members of the Texas legislature, and hundreds of grassroots conservative Republicans across the county. They, like you, know that the integrity 
integrity of our courts depends on electing judges who will strictly interpret the law, hand down tough sentences, and never legislate from the bench. In the March 1st Republican primary, vote for a constitutional conservative for county court at law number three. Vote for Judge Ryan Luna. Early voting ends February 25th. To learn more, visit RyanLunaTX.com. Political ad paid for by the Judge Ryan Luna campaign in compliance with the voluntary limits of the Judicial Campaign Fairness Act. Unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for all occasions can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond. You'll find a nice selection of metal art and wall decor items for your home or office. Western art and pictures, purses, Talavera pottery, lamps, boots, hats, crosses made from metal resin, and Montana silversmith items. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include one meat plate with two sides for only $7.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 717, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up in a couple of minutes, we're going to talk to Zach Barnett from footballscoop.com. Lots of things going on, uh, and we'll uh, we'll talk some college football with uh, Zach Barnett coming up in our next segment. All right, we were, we were just talking about bracketology. Uh, when you look at what they've got out now, and, and what do you have pulled up over there, Garrett? I got Lenardi's. Okay, so give us the top four, and I bet the top four are going to be the exact same. So your top four, you have the number one seed in the west bracket is Gonzaga. The number one seed in the east bracket is Kentucky. Number one seed in the Midwest is Auburn, and number one seed in the south is Arizona. All right, so that's the same as, as Palms over here. Uh, with what has gone on with Baylor, they're a number two seed in the south. Which still, guys, puts them in 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 Fort Worth for the first two, San Antonio uh, afterwards. So, I mean, with everything that has gone on, if they can hold serve and be the number two seed in the South, they're in great shape. I mean, you're playing in Fort Worth, and then you're playing in San Antonio. They are, but at the same time, let's just be realistic. It's it's going to be difficult for them to to hold steady where they're at. I mean, you're going to go into a hostile Lubbock environment without JTT. You still got Kansas that has to come home. Okay? You still have to go to Austin when they're closing down the Frank Irwin Center. There's going to be some losses in there. I don't think Baylor sits idle right here at a number two seed. I think we're going to see them fall 
to a three or a four somewhere else, in my opinion. I agree. I, I think they're 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 not in trouble, but they're they're going to have a more difficult road than they were going to have, mm-hmm. say, even two weeks ago. Yep. No, I I agree with that. And and I'm not saying you know I you know I don't have that crystal ball to tell you how many they're going to win or how many they're going to lose down the stretch. But I'll say this: those losses, if if there are losses that are that are in there, they're going to be to teams with unbelievable RPI, strength of schedules. And, and so when you start looking at it, it, even though there's there's an additional loss or two or whatever the case may be, how does that affect their seating? I I don't know. I mean. Because again, you're looking. You're you're. I don't know that there's a a bad loss if if that makes sense in this conference. No, I don't think there's necessarily a bad loss. And I mean, you bring up a good point. If they when if they get beat, they are going to get beat by really good teams. They're going to get beat by teams who are you know ranked highly in this as well. Tomorrow night in in Lubbock. If yeah. you get beat tomorrow night in Lubbock, a, a lot of people get beat in 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 Lubbock uh, against Texas Tech right now. I mean, we were they. I, you know, we've talked about it, and others have talked about it. Texas Tech may be a Final Four type basketball team before it's are. all said and done. So, it's if a you good possibility, if you get beat by a Final Four quality basketball team, is it, does that really? How how negative is that on your resume? Well, I don't I don't know that it's negative on the resume, but going in as a two seed is still going to be a little bit more difficult than a one seed. And the one thing about you know, for them, if they if they cannot, you know, fight through and win a few of these games, and, and maybe Tech's not the one, maybe Kansas is the one, maybe you know they 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 need to win against Texas, maybe they need a good showing in the Big Twelve tournament, and, and can't just rely on, hey, we're we're already in our seed, and we're going to sit back and and just relax uh, and not worry about the, the uh, Big Twelve tournament, uh, and and try to get healthy completely and and get ready for the NCAA tournament. You know, the one thing that you don't want to do is limp into the tournament. You, you just can't. Not not in this tournament. And if, if you're limping into the tournament, you may be in trouble right off the bat. Well, I want to see that's what when the, That's when Cinderella comes to the dance and, and yeah. gets the shoe. I, I want to see what this team looks like w- w- without Jonathan Chamwachachua. I mean, w- w- what is the what are the rotations? Who fills those 15 to 20 minutes? Uh you know, do you get L.J. Cryer back? I mean, there's there's more questions right now than answers. But you know, are you do you go small? How quickly do you go small? I, uh, I think that's really going to determine how how, how good Flo, can Flo Thamba stay out of foul trouble? Can Matthew Meyer stay out of foul trouble? Because that's mm-hmm. been the biggest issue. And you're going to have to rotate. You're going to have to bring Kendall Brown down. To, the fouls are going to be what concerns me for Baylor going forward. Because, not having an, enough yeah, to not give. not having enough guys. Yeah, and that's a great point, not having enough fouls to give. Uh, but, you know, but we'll see. I mean, in, in, in how long does it take them to kind of figure this out? I mean, you know, they're, they're going to have, what, a couple of days of practice and they got to go play t- tomorrow night uh, in, in Lubbock and, and just kind of figuring out here's how this thing rotates. Here's – Here's what it looks like when we go big. Here's what it looks like when we go small. Uh, how many minutes do we, you know, and is it predicated on 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 flows? You know, as you point out, standing. Look, Saturday, arguably his 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 best performance. I mean, he he stepped up. 
I mean, they, I don't know how you just any any other way to describe it. He no. stepped up and stayed in the game and and gave them minutes and played well. If you can get that on a consistent basis, they'll be okay. It's just I, I think that was more of one of those. I've in known the moment, you, yeah, and I've known you. I've known you know Flo has known JTT forever, like mm-hmm. way before Baylor. So I think that was one of those where. You know, like you're stepping up for your guy. You're putting them on your back. You're playing for them in that moment. I don't know that that's necessarily something that you can keep up consistently, though. And that's the concern I have. Well, and we're going to find out. I mean, again, I don't. How long does it take? You know, they kind of got to reinvent the thing a little bit mm-hmm. uh, w- without Jonathan Chama Chachua and and him being on the floor and in in his not only his physical leadership but also the emotional he was uh, contribution he was yeah i mean he was he was just the guy you know and so we're gonna see how that all goes how long does it take is it one game is it you know who knows who knows how this thing works i think honestly it's gonna take trial and error i think that they need to focus on just staying healthy like ward said because even if you get i'm still stand by that if they got knocked out early in the big 12 tournament it might be the best thing for them to be healthy be cohesive, know what they're going to do going into March, and then roll through. So that uh, you know th- that process begins tomorrow night uh, when they go to Lubbock to take on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, speaking of basketball, uh, again, congratulations to James Akinjo. He was uh, voted the newcomer of the week. And uh, Nalissa Smith was the uh, Big 12 Women's Player of the Week. Am I the only person that when you when we saw that James Akinjo got Newcomer of the Week, kind of like pause? Because I'm so used to it being like younger guys. Yeah. But now, you know, he's a veteran, you, you guy. A veteran guy getting it. That cracked me up. He's a veteran guy, but it's new to this league. Mm-hmm. He is a veteran guy that is new to this league. And and you know what? And that's a great point. Those those uh, Look, you're, you're so hand in, in, in Brown. Uh, both played well Saturday, and, and that's what you're going to have to continue to get. You're going to have they're going to have they're going to get more minutes. Mm-hmm. Those minutes got to come from someplace, and, and I think it's it's there. <laughs> so w- we'll see how it goes, and we'll we'll see you know just what it looks like when there's when they go small. We'll see what it looks like when when flows in there. But uh, they're it, and again, guys, 15 points from L.J. Cryer, five straight games has not been there. And they have found a way to to manage this right now. Wait, well, that's what happens when you have elite talent. Yeah, I mean they're young and they're elite. Yeah, I mean they're and that's a great point. And just think about they also have a guy sitting on the bench that got hurt in a scrimmage before the season ever started. Yeah, who would have given them minutes? So this has been this has been a challenge to say the least for Scott Drew and his staff with all these injuries. I mean it has just been. A huge, huge challenge, and the challenge continues, and they'll start to. And I'm sure the tech is going to feel sorry for them, and you know they're, you know, oh, so yeah. The, yeah. Ward's got that grin on his face, <laughs> like, yeah, sure they are. All right, uh, seven twenty-six. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up next, we talk football with Zach Barnett from FootballScoop.com. Baylor Big Twelve Women's Basketball all season long. The Baylor women home in the Farrell Center Wednesday for a rescheduled game with TCU. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday on 104.9 FM. Baylor women's basketball all season long with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm. This Wednesday on 104.9 FM. 
54th District Judge Susan Kelly here. Over a year ago, I survived a rigorous application process in which I competed against other serious qualified candidates. After a thorough vetting, Governor Greg Abbott appointed me to the 54th and now endorses me because I apply the rule of law and deliver justice for all. A conservative Republican, I have managed to move the docket this past year, ensuring that every accused receives justice and if convicted, receives swift and proper punishment. Early voting has started. Please vote and keep Judge Kelly. Political ad paid for by Susan Kelly from a Clinton County Judge campaign. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is here and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at universalwindowscentraltexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. Hello, I am Dennis Wilson, and I want your vote for March 1st for the Texas State Representative District 13. After serving the people of Texas for 46 years in county government, it is time for me to serve you at the state level. As a Republican candidate, I will work full-time to protect and preserve our rural Christian way of life in Texas by supporting our public schools, advocating for mental health services, protecting our Second Amendment rights and the unborn, eliminating drug and human trafficking, and securing our borders. Together, we can make Texans safe and secure again. Political ads paid for by the Dennis Wilson campaign. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Baylor has moved up three spots to seventh in the latest AP Men's College Basketball Poll. Gonzaga returns to the top spot, followed by Auburn, Arizona, Kentucky, and Purdue. McLennan pulled off the double win over Temple. The High Lashies got 24 points from Mercedes' nephew in their 71-53 win while Chris Pryor poured in 20 to lead the Highlanders to an 83-60 victory. The La Vega and Lorena girls opened postseason play with victories. Crawford was also a winner over Mart, and Marlin knocked out Bruce Valetti. In the NBA, the Rockets lost to Utah 135-101. The Spurs lost in Chicago 120-109. SportsCenter, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
All right. 731. Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Garrett, we're glad you're with us, and we welcome back to the program from footballscoop.com, Zach Barnett. Zach, good morning, man. We appreciate your time today. Uh, good morning. Thank you for having me. Hey, let's let's start with um, former Baylor coach Art Bryles. It, just how close is this deal to getting done where Art Bryles could be on the Grambling staff? Um, you know, all the indications I've gotten is that it's uh, anticipated to happen, that, that uh, Grambling expects it to happen. I was told um, I was told that Wednesday was the target date to have an announcement. Um, but obviously nothing is, is done till it's done. And um, certainly uh, within the HBCUs, you know, we, we found that that's to be the case. They're, they're kind of a, uh, an entity to their own in, in terms of hiring. So, uh, I mean, it, it's not done till it's done, but at the same time, you know, I, I haven't heard any, any, any indications that it won't happen. Do you feel like that this is a, a move that Hugh Freeze can pull off and that Art Bryles, this may be the first step for him? No, oh, man, I don't know. I mean, um, I you know, I got people uh, in my mentions, you know, calling for, for Hugh, Hugh Jackson to be fired just, just for doing this move. So, um, I mean, I have to imagine that uh, Hugh wouldn't, it wouldn't have gone this far if Hugh hadn't had some sort of assurances that he could make the tire. I mean, as I say in the article, uh, everyone else uh, in the Bryles camp is, is working and has been working. You know, uh, the offensive coordinator at Arkansas is his son. The offensive coordinator at Oklahoma is his uh, son-in-law, Randy Clements. Phil Bennett are at North Texas. Uh, Kaz Kazadi at TCU. So, I mean, those guys have continued to work, but, but Art has remained persona non grata. So, uh, I mean, w- w- with this type of move, you know, this is the type of move you, you hear from the dean of this school and that school and, and people who normally don't chime in on offensive coordinator hires. Uh, they, they suddenly find their voice. So, yeah, you know, for that reason, I, I wouldn't um, count your chickens until you see the press release. But, but uh, again, as of yesterday, it was uh, full steam ahead. Zach, I'm really, I really like what the HBCUs are doing. This is something that has been long overdue, bringing the guys in and, and putting these, these programs on a platform. Is this something that's here to stay? Like, I mean, the fact that we're talking about Art Bryles, you, Jackson, you see what Dion's doing and, and many more. Is this a, just like a trend? Is this here to stay? What do you think about that? I think it's, I mean, I think it's here to stay. Um, yeah, certainly Dion and the success that he had was, was the, the trendsetter, but, uh, you know, as, as a white person, I don't want to seem to make it seem like I'm speaking for the black community because I'm not in position to do that at all. But I mean, we all know there, there's so many, um, talented, you know, uh, former black players, black coaches that, you know, it, it, that don't have the opportunities to, or that they probably should to coach. And, and there's so many, it's such a great launching point for prominent former players, you know, a great spot for up and coming black coaches to coach and, and uh, show what they can do. And at the same time, you know, there's such a legacy of success, you know, going within the SWAC and the HBCUs going back to, to segregation and all that, that I think you've seen them kind of, uh, you know, a collective realization among the black coaching or black football community that, you know, there's something here that we need to cherish and embrace and, and uh, put our resources into. 
And uh, yeah, I think it's been really good for, for all of football. How has or has the NIL situation benefited those programs? Well, you see, uh, I mean, Grambling had an announcement that all of their uh, that all of their student athletes are going to get NIL money. You know, I, I, there, there was no uh, dollar figure attached to that announcement. But this is something that you know, when it, when the, the fear mongering before it came into effect, the, the, the fear mongering of oh, well, it's only going to affect you know Alabama and Ohio State. It's just going to help them. You know, I, I called BS on that from the beginning because. Just because they they may make the most doesn't mean they're the only ones who stand to benefit. I mean, you know, just it, it's a series of, of micro economies within each community, and there's there's value in being a, a Grambling State Tiger within Grambling, Louisiana. There's value in being you know a Northwestern State Demon within that community, a, a Baylor Bear within within Waco and Central Texas. That you know each of those kids can go out there and benefit from that, and I'm I'm glad to see it happening. Luke Fickle gets another or gets an extension on his contract. Is this a move for Cincinnati, who's coming into the Big Twelve, to try to lock him up long term? Yeah, I mean uh, his his current deal, at least among uh, public school Big Twelve coaches, he'd be the third highest paid, uh, behind only Brent Venables and, and Steve Sarkeesian at, at OU in Texas. So, um, I mean, he he's made it clear that he wants. Uh, to up his his assistant salary pool so that they they don't lose coaches to bigger jobs uh, because that's an important part of their infrastructure as they they look to move up a level. And, um, I mean, I I see no reason why Cincinnati won't instantly be competitive from from day one uh, in the Big 12, especially now that they've held on to Luke Fickle. I, for me, I think Fickle would have gotten a, a, a raise contract extension regardless just because of the, the season that they were able to put together. But do you think that he, regard, if he would have gotten one, do you think it would have been enough to keep him if Cincinnati remained a group of five instead of heading to the Big 12? You know, that's a good question. I, I, I think it depends on the job, really. Uh, if Ohio State were to open, you know, that's his own honor. He's, he's uh, on top of being a Buckeye. He's from Columbus, like – Cincinnati opens, he's probably gone. Uh, Penn State opens, you know, he'd probably have to listen. If uh, if Michigan, Michigan State opens, you know, Michigan's a wild card given his Ohio State ties. But those types of jobs, Notre Dame, another one, uh, he would he would certainly have to listen. Whether no matter where what conference Cincinnati's in, but I think this gives uh, Cincinnati some insurance if Purdue opens or Indiana or even a, a Wisconsin or a job like that. I think this makes Cincinnati a lot more competitive with those uh, middle-tier Power 5 programs. What, what, what is your thought, uh, and we, we've talked a little bit about NIL, but what, what is your thought on uh, the transfer portal, what you've seen from the transfer portal, and, and how this thing may work as we move into, into the next couple of seasons? I mean, I don't really know what can be done about it at this point. Uh, you, you can't really close it because – you know, you're going to open yourself up to court cases and, and waves and waves of negative publicity. I've seen support for closing it during the season, um, but that that's just kind of robbing Peter to pay Paul. I, I, I'm certainly sympathetic to coaches. You know, cons, you know the the 24/7 uh, recruiting of your own roster to try and keep those guys off the portal. Uh, I'm I'm sympathetic to that, but I really don't know what can be done because they they can't go back to the way the rules used to be. 
um, I think you, they just have to hope that uh, the the message that you know I think the numbers is like 25% of guys that enter the portal get a scholarship at a program on an equal or better level than they were before. Uh, so I think they just have to hope that uh, eventually the, that that message sinks in. But you know the, the the problem there is every four years you're you're totally changing out uh, the the entire roster of college athletics. And a lot of these guys, you know, a lot of these decisions to to join the transfer portal are, are impulsive, and it's tough to to argue against you know those emotional decisions that guys sometimes make. Are, are we seeing big numbers of kids enter the portal and not find a place at all to go play? Yeah, uh, I think it's I, I I might be speaking out of turn here, but I think it's it's equally likely that you will enter the portal and not have a scholarship anywhere as you will to, you know, enter a portal at a power five school and get a power five offer. Uh, it's just the, the numbers aren't there because I mean, first and foremost programs are, are hiring or uh, hiring recruiting high school athletes. And there's just not, there's just there, there's the demand way outstrips the supply for power five or like the like scholarships. Once you're already in an FBS institution. Will we see a slowdown of the transfer portal once we get through the super seniors? Um, you know, I think that will certainly help. Uh, I, I've my my sympathies are out there to every uh, player personnel director within within college athletics. I think I think that will certainly help. Um, but I, uh, again, I, I I don't really know if there's a permanent long term fix to to totally slow down the roster to where it, 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 quote, makes sense. Zach, I want to go back to Luke Fickle and Cincinnati real quick. So, for me, one of the biggest things is with Cincinnati coming into the Big 12 is opening up recruiting for Texas. They're already going to be recruiting, but say you're on Luke Fickle's staff and he says, Zach, go out and recruit right now, Texas. Are you headed to Houston? Are you headed to Dallas? What's your first stop in the state? Um, that's a, I, I'd probably go Houston uh, as a Metroplex native it pains me to say that but uh i i, uh, I houston seems to be more of a, t- a uh, target rich environment uh houston and then and then up into east texas and then and then make your way into dfw but if you have to if you put the sports gun to my head i'd, I'd pick houston over dallas hey zach uh, great article on the on the art browse thing what else are you working for working on for uh, footballscoop.com right now Oh man, I mean the the news is is uh, still hot and heavy, so we're we're constantly posting scoops and new hirings, and then um, uh, before too long, I'll be uh, working on a series of the highest paid coaches at each position across across the FBS football. Zach, as always, it is a pleasure. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Sounds good. Thank you. Have a great day. That is uh, Zach Barnett from uh, FootballScoop.com. Good stuff there. Uh, guys, were, were you surprised at all when he talked about only 25% of those entering the portal get a, a scholarship equal or better? No, Just 25%? There's not a, no, there's not enough roster space out there. Nope. Then who's advising these kids to go do that? Uh, these guys that are vultures that are sitting on top of them trying to get part of it and be an agent. Mm-hmm. A lot of handlers in this. And then when it doesn't happen... They they're get pushed. On to the next. They're they, on to the next guy. Right. It doesn't they matter get, to them. That kid gets pushed to the side. It's, well, it's it's brutal, isn't it?
What, what, it's what, dirty. What's going on? I mean, it, it, I think it's something that's been happening forever. It's just, man, this it's magnified so much. Well, it's magnified much. because the instant gratification world we live in well, today the, and nobody's patient anymore. No, and you're if right. I don't, if I don't get, you know, what I want where I'm at, then I'm going to go somewhere else and yeah, try well, to get I'll just it. move on. I'll just move on. I mean, it's I mean, it's instead just, of staying and fighting for a position. And, that, and look, that, that doesn't happen anymore. You you see some high profile guys that go into the portal, and then there, of course, you know, there's a, a fight for them. There's piranhas that are, uh, but the guy that you know the you know the the, the backup left tackle that says, hey, you know what, I want to see if I can go play someplace. Yeah, he he's the guy that sometimes gets lost. I also think that. And I could be wrong, and trust me, I'm wrong all the time, but I think a lot of this stems from high school, right? Like, a lot of these kids are moving multiple high schools, and say you go to two different high schools in Texas, and now I want to go to IMG Academy, and, you know, it's it's ridiculous. So I think it just becomes second nature in a sense, like once you get to college, okay, well, if it doesn't work out here, I can move here, because that's what I've been doing my entire career anyway yeah well that's a great point and that didn't used to happen at all I mean if 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 Ward transferred to a high school across town because he wanted he, he thought he could start at running back uh you couldn't do that you before. couldn't do uh, coaches would scream mm-hmm. you know and, and it would be you you could transfer but you were going to sit a year yeah you, you unless were, you're uh, a senior yeah and, and, and you know and if so you cannot tra- you and you still are not supposed to be able to transfer for athletic purposes, but you see it every day. You see it all the time, and, yeah. and that's a great point. That's unfortunate that that's kind of the this again back to that instant gratification thing. Uh, don't ask me to put in the work; just give me a starting position. <laughs> all right, seven forty-five, fifteen away from eight o'clock, and uh, we are brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, where you can check out the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Edition and many, many more at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. You know what? If you want to see, hey, I want to see what they got. I want to see what they got on the pre-owned lot. Well, go to their website, alansamuelsdcj.com. That's alansamuelsdcj.com. You got a question about uh, about a vehicle or about a product? The phone number is is easy to remember, 772-1000. That's 772-1000. Ted Teague and his staff with a great selection of, of new and, and pre-owned vehicles. And, of course, they've got an outstanding service department as well. Check them out today at Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Mac Rose joining us, Director of Athletics at Baylor. He wants to be here, and uh, I, I certainly think we're, we're blessed that, that he's our head coach. Okay, I interpret all that you just said is an eight-year deal. Okay, that's kind of what I'm going with. Mm, mm. <laughs> Might be on to something. <laughs> okay, good, good. My instincts are, are on. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Now's the time to get a great deal on select Kubota compact tractors. Rated number one for reliability in the under 100 horsepower category, they're designed for easy operation and feature performance matched attachments. Right now, put zero down and get 0% APR for up to 60 months, plus save up to $1,100. Now through February 28th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. 
At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Helmet Aerospace in Waco has been employing people in the Waco area for nearly 50 years. Now is the time to join their team with current openings in packaging, shipping, production, engineering, machining, quality, supply chain, and sales. Offering excellent starting pay, benefits from the day you start, and advanced opportunities. Apply now at howmet.com slash Waco Careers. Howmet Aerospace on Imperial Drive in Waco. Apply today. Here at La Fiesta, our recipe for being happy and stress-free is a bowl of chili con queso and a plate of enchiladas or steaming fajitas. Pick some up on your way home so you don't have to cook. Order online at LaFiesta.com. Call ahead or dine in and get any of your La Fiesta favorites. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located in Waco at 3815 Franklin Avenue. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, where passion is our most important ingredient. LaFiesta.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Taylor has moved up three spots to seventh in the latest AP Men's College Basketball Poll. Gonzaga returns to the top spot, followed by Auburn, Arizona, Kentucky, and Purdue. McLennan pulled off the double win over Temple. The High Lassies got 24 points from Mercedes' nephew in their 71-53 win, while Chris Pryor poured in 20 to lead the Highlanders to an 83-60 victory. The La Vega and Lorena girls opened postseason play with victories. Crawford was also a winner over Mark, and Marlin knocked out Bruce Valetti. In the NBA, the Rockets lost to Utah 135-101. The Spurs lost in Chicago 120-109. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 7.50, 10 away from 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Drive safely if you're on your way to work or to school this morning. <coughs> Excuse me. Did uh, did any of you guys see the the interview with Ed Ogeron from Dan Patrick on the Dan Patrick Show, which you can hear every weekday uh, at 8 a.m. over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. But uh, Ed Ogeron was on the Dan Patrick Show the other day, and uh, – he he had a uh, an interesting story, Ward and Garrett, about about the recruitment of Adrian Peterson, the uh, East Texas product. Who broke your heart? Is there one that stands out? Oh, Adrian Peterson. Oh, man, I love him. I loved Adrian. Oklahoma better offered a better package no, it, to him. It, this this is a true story. We go we go down to see Adrian, me and Pete, and uh, his mother ran track at I think it was at Houston. Wonderful lady, and. Adrian and I had a great relationship. He loved Pete Carroll, but I felt like he and I were very tight. One time he says, Coach, uh, I went to this school. He says, Coach, I want you to follow me. I couldn't, I couldn't drive with him. We went 30 miles. I said, I don't know where we're going. We stopped at this little country store, and he bought a gingerbread cookie. I couldn't buy it for him for supper. 
And then we went to a basketball game. And we sat in the, sat in the, in the gym, and I said, what are we doing? He said, you see that guard right there? I got to play him next week. Coach, come and scout him. How about that? <laughs> then he, I said, well, Adrian, what is the key to getting you here at USC? He says, Coach, well, Bob Stoops, my dad is incarcerated, and Bob Stoops wants to see him. Well, me and Pete Carroll tried to go get him. And to go see him, they wouldn't let us in. But Adrian said, Coach, my dad is be able to watch my games where he's at. Well, if I go to Oklahoma, I tried to get the guy transferred to Los Angeles. <laughs> Wait, you Couldn't tried to get Adrian's dad? <laughs> yeah, I tried. <laughs> How does that happen? Uh, I competed. <laughs> I competed. Couldn't get it done, but I competed. That is great. <laughs> okay, how much is that? Is how much of that is true? And you know, <laughs> uh, everything except not buying the cookie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It probably following him. He probably uh, drove in there. Yeah. <laughs> what a, what a great story, huh? That's probably one of the most. I heard that. It was immediately floored. That's one of the most remarkable recruiting stories. See, there's always stuff that goes on. You know, there's there's epic stories forever, but. When I heard that, man, that was up there. That's one of the greatest recruiting things I've ever heard. Speaking of Adrian Peterson, he um, he had a, an altercation, as we mentioned yesterday, on, on an airplane uh, headed back from uh, Los Angeles to Houston on Sunday. And they pulled the plane back to the tarmac. He was arrested and later bonded out on, what, I think a $50,000 bond. And he has got a court hearing coming up a little later on. So uh, Adrian's got... Uh, He's got some legal issues to to take care of, but uh, what a recruiting story from Ed Ogeron. How long does Ed Ogeron lay out? I, I mean, is look, this he's year. got enough money that he, his kids, his grandkids, I mean, they're good. It, it's not about money right now. It's about where he wants to go coach and who he wants to go coach with. I think you'll see Coach O back next year, uh, more than likely in a, a coordinator, you know, as a coordinator, but I think he'll be back next year. Out west, SEC. I can see him going to USC with Lincoln Riley. That might be a possibility. I could definitely see that. So, so you 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 don't think this upcoming season that he coaches? You think no. that he'll it'll no. be twenty twenty three season? I don't I think, think I don't think he has any desire to coach this year. No, I think it's going to be very similar to what you see with Sean Payton, right? Like you're going to see both of these guys take a year off, count and, their and, money, uh, yeah, just count their money, evaluate the situation and how it unfolds, and then pick where you want to go. I wouldn't be surprised to see him on college game day. That would be good. You know what? One he of those programs that. would be, yeah, yeah, there's a television. Because he's, I mean, he's just so likable, isn't he? He's yeah, hilarious. He's got a huge personality. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's a great point. He he could do that and, and fit right in on any of those programs. So, uh, could he could he be on the SEC show that, because they have an opening now? That's what I was thinking. Immediately when you said that, put him over there with Paul Feinbaum and them cut him loose on Saturday. Well, because there's an opening now. The uh, Chizik is, is, is not mm -hmm. there anymore. Yeah. He, he So they have a spot available. Well, I'd call him right now. <laughs> well, man, I'm sure they have. It's a 755. Let's keep talking college athletics. Well, let's uh, welcome in the voice of the Baylor Bear. You hear him every weekday, 3 to 4, here on ESPN Central Texas. And by the way, this afternoon on the program, uh, John is going to uh, John's gonna have uh, on the show, uh, let's see, doo -doo -doo, I just saw who – his guest lineup is, and now 
Oh, my goodness. Uh, j- let's see here. He's going to have Brittany Sneed there you Newman go. Uh, at 325, the Baylor softball coach. Pitching coach. Uh, pitching coach. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, pitching coach. And uh, they're, they're playing tonight uh, against Stephen F. Austin on the road. So, uh, and, and you can hear that game on our sister station, 101.3 Cool FM. So keep that in mind. But right now, let's welcome in the voice of the Bears, John Morris, with today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's number check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Big 12 honors for Baylor men's and women's basketball and Baylor softball back in action tonight on the road. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. Here's Jordan Lewis driving, passing to Alyssa Smith, who fell down but got back up. She drives right in the lane, drives in on gray glasses it in. Nice drive there by Melissa and a strong finish, and Baylor's back in front, 25-24. to 24. Derek Smith with the call, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Melissa Smith named the Big 12 Player of the Week yesterday. The senior forward averaged 26 points, 9.5 rebounds, and shot 61.3% in two wins for the Bears last week. The Baylor women back in action tomorrow night at home in the Farrell Center hosting TCU. Meanwhile, James Akinjo named the Big 12 Men's Newcomer of the Week He averaged 15 points, 7.5 assists, and and 2.5 steals in Baylor wins over Kansas State and Texas. The Baylor men playing at Texas Tech tomorrow night at 8. Baylor softball has their new season off to a 4-0 start, sweeping four games in Natchitoches, Louisiana last week. Now playing tonight in Nacogdoches against Stephen F. Austin, here's softball coach Glenn Moore. How'd you feel coming out of the four-game sweep to open the season? Good. I felt the girls were ready to play and uh, came out, uh, scored eight runs in the first inning, and then we took our foot off the gas pedal after that for that game, but uh, bounced back the next day and uh, got to be happy with four victories, you know, and the uh, uh, level of competition is about to ramp up here, but uh, that was a good start for a very young team. Good. And back at it tonight, Tuesday night at Stephen F. Austin. Yeah, good Stephen F. Austin team. And, uh, you know, we're traveling. It'll be the first time we've played down there since I've been here at Baylor. And they've been up here a few times, obviously. But, uh, you know, very well coached team, a team that's uh, predicted the win their side of the conference with a player of the year 
and uh, pitcher of the year on their st- on their uh, roster, and uh, you know a very good team. And uh, we'll have to be ready, and we'll have to play really good ball to compete. Glenn Moore and Baylor softball in action tonight at 6:30 against Stephen F. Austin on the air at 6:15. First pitch at 6:30 on 101.3 FM this evening. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Recently on Game Time, we are joined by Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12. I think Chris Beard is right when he says this is life. This is what happens. Things change. I think the fans are right to be mad at him because there's arguments that Texas Tech is a better basketball situation than Texas is. I think everybody here has a claim that they're right about, and I thought it made for an awesome atmosphere. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Why do liberals hate Josh Tetons? Is it because Josh Tetons is the most conservative candidate in the race for district attorney? Maybe it's because Josh Tetons has the unanimous support of law enforcement organizations in McLennan County, including endorsements from Sheriff Parnell McNamara, the Waco Police Association, and the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County. It could be because Josh Tetons is the only candidate for district attorney who has pledged to fight the radical left's effort to defund the police and turn our streets into a war zone. Or maybe it's because Josh stands strong for election integrity and prosecuting election fraud in our county. So why do liberals hate Josh Tetons? Because he's a strong conservative Republican. In the Republican primary, send a message that we support law and order conservatives here in McLennan County. Vote for Josh Tetons for district attorney. I'm Josh Tetons, the conservative Republican candidate for McLennan County District Attorney. And I approve this message because it's time we had a district attorney who supports law enforcement in our county. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into Hour 2 of the program, Game Time, presented by Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, and brought to you in part by Good Feet. In the Central Texas Marketplace, Versalift at 7601 Imperial and by Pro Star Rental in Belton and also at 2308 Robinson Drive here in Waco. We welcome into the program from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12. We say good morning to Josh Neighbors. Josh, good morning. How are you, buddy? I'm well, gentlemen. I'm watching our U.S. curling team right now as I uh, talk to you guys. So life is good this morning. <laughs> How about that curling team? All right, uh, let, let's, uh, let's begin with. Uh, with uh, some college basketball on the men's side. And, and, Josh, we were talking about bracketology and that type of stuff this morning. Uh, w- when you look at this league and, and, and you know, look, there's going to be teams that go on the road and, and they're going to get beat. Texas came to Waco the other day and got beat soundly. Uh, but when you're losing to, to a high-caliber, high-quality team with a great uh, record, a great RPI, great strength of schedule, how much does that hurt you with, with – your strength of schedule, your RPI, and, and, and with the committee as you get ready here in the next few weeks to uh, as they put the the tournament together. Well, it depends on who you are. I mean, we're seeing Iowa State put that series to the test right now. They're dead last in the Big Twelve Conference, but every major bracketologist has them in as of yesterday. Bracket Matrix, which basically just takes the average of all of the bracketologies and puts them together. Um, they have Iowa State still as a seven seed. So 
Iowa State is putting to the test how many quality losses can one team have in a season <laughs> because they're racking them up at a very rapid rate. But you go and you look at, at them and you, and you look at teams like them and uh, Oklahoma State. I love the little kind of almost press release that Joe Lenardi sends out. And he sent one out where it showed uh, if Oklahoma State were eligible, he said as of yesterday that they would be in that first four out, last four in category. And before yesterday's game, they started off as a 500 basketball team, but they were five and seven in the Big 12, and they've got some big wins along the way. So I would say it hurts teams more, excuse me, uh, like the ACC teams are a bit more in jeopardy of being hurt by this. Wake Forest lost to Miami the other day hurts them more, in my opinion, than Oklahoma's loss, you know, at Allen Fieldhouse. I mean, a good example of this is kind of way things work. The net ratings are so weird. UVA last night, for them, them playing Virginia Tech, two kind of similar teams record-wise, um, it was a quadrant one game for UVA at Virginia Tech, but Virginia Tech playing UVA, them being at home, made it a quadrant three game for UVA. So that kind of weird stuff generally actually affects other conferences more than it affects the Big 12 because there are so many good teams. There's so much depth in the Big 12. It's not like you're playing, you know, you're not playing that many teams that are outside the purview of the tournament. And the ones that you are, i.e. Oklahoma State, uh, you know, they're still viewed generally as pretty good teams. Is there a magic number in your opinion? Uh, is eight the magic number in the Big 12? Get to eight wins in the league and you got an outstanding chance to get into the NCAA tournament? Yeah, it's going to depend on who you are. So Iowa State's not going to get there um, at, at this point. I think it's I think it's pretty safe to say that if you're three and nine in the conference at this point, you're probably not going to get to eight wins. But for them, if they can go four and two the rest of the way, I think that pretty much will solidify their positioning just because the gangbusters on conference that they had. Um, I would say Kansas State. Yeah, that's that's probably the right range. They need to go about five hundred here in the league and. I think eight might be the magic number for wins. I think eight might also be the magic number for the number of teams the Big 12 gets in. I still think there's a chance with the way Kansas State can rip off uh, some wins. That was a good win for them last night. I think this conference can get to eight. I'd say the two teams that would be excluded at that point in time are going to be West Virginia and Oklahoma State, obviously. Um, Oklahoma's there playing with fire. Iowa State's quality of play has them playing with fire. But I think Kansas State can get themselves in there. I think Oklahoma is on the right side of the bubble right now. I still think Iowa State is on the right side of the bubble right now. How much better is this conference still right now than any other conference in the country? Yeah, so I've been watching a decent amount of the Big Ten recently. And I'll say this, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good conference. Um, I've got some questions about teams up top, but – yeah, this is still the best basketball conference in America. The SEC obviously might say, well, you know, we won the SEC Big 12 Challenge. Uh, the SEC, I think the Big 12 still went is either 8-7 and seven or 9-7 and seven this year against the SEC, so they hold a season-long advantage over the SEC. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, it's closer this year than it was last year. Last year, I, I felt pretty strongly that this is the best conference in America. I still feel that way this year. Um, I just don't think the team's a top – there's more good teams at the top than there were last year, um, but they're not as strong. You know, this, this isn't uh, – you know, I felt amazing about last year's Texas team. Uh, I, I feel like Kansas hasn't put it all together yet 
for a sustained stretch, even though the record's great. Baylor, I feel so bad because of all of the injuries. Texas Tech still has a couple blips in the radar. Like last week we saw against Oklahoma, and really that first half against TCU. So this is still the best conference in America, but I actually don't know if it's better than last year's. Josh, kind of going off of that, when you look at the, the landscape of college basketball, to me there's so many good big men across the board. You mentioned watching Big Ten basketball. Purdue's got a couple of seven-footers in there. We know what Kessler could do at Auburn. With JTT going out for the remainder of the season, how does that impact Baylor headed into March Madness? How far do you think the Bears can go without having a true big man in the middle? Well, I, I said this the other day. You know, my big fear is that Baylor, the, the story of Baylor's title defense might be that, that they really never got to get it going in conference play. It was so awesome in non-conference, and then they've just been riddled with injuries, and, and it's been difficult, and Scott Drew has talked about it, but he's remained positive and said, look, this is part of the game, it's part of sports, it's part of basketball. That's, that's power, the wrong with positivity. I think things change like this. They are just going to have to go spread them out, um, you know, might just play Sohan or play Meyer at the five on times where Flo Thamba is not in the court because really the what what Baylor was doing was putting together the combination of Thamba and, and JTT to basically equal out the play of a big man for the entire game, right? Much like the way that Travion Williams and Zach Eady do that at Purdue. And <clears throat> Thamba is this terrific, energized, rim-running, undersized big who can play bigger because he's such a phenomenal athlete. Now you're going to have to step up. You're going to have to see what guys – and I think Sohan's the guy we look at, and that, that's going to be a, a potential small ball five. Matt Myers' uh, play style screams small ball five. So when Thamba's not in the game, we're going to have to see the old school – not the old school, I mean last year's – run him up and down Baylor team where you get the ball to playmakers as Kinjo and – and Flagler and Brown and hopefully eventually Cryer on the perimeter and have those guys spread them out and make some plays. Um, that's, I think, the way you're going to have to attack this because JTT is such a huge loss. But the good thing for Baylor is they're so well coached and they've got enough talent to maybe, maybe overcome it. Speaking of uh, a talent, in, 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 what is going on with West Virginia? Why is this team struggling right now? I don't think I just don't think they're good. Like, I don't think they have the talent that they had in the past. You think about the the caliber of player that they've lost in the last three years. I, I do think Bry actually has been a fun player to watch for the Knicks this year. I, I love Derek Culver. I, I've always mentioned this though. Him uh, really gutting it out in the Big Twelve tournament last year when he clearly had the flu on the bench. You know, you could see the wrist, the uh, armband, where they were giving him the IVs just, you know, head in the towel kind of Jordan blue game look. Um, that's a great, really tough, awesome big man they lost. Oscar Shibway is currently one of the front runners for National Player of the Year. They thought they'd have him last year. He's gone. So, really, it's just been, you know, Taz Sherman and Sean McNeil this year and uh, a little bit of scoring off the bench. But this is just not a typical West Virginia team. They, they, they kind of lack the talent that a normal team has. They've got some but not enough, and they're not hitting the road games. They lost to Oklahoma State. They lost to Kansas State, both those last two games on the road. They had to get one of those, really, in my opinion. They do get KU at home coming up, but they're just not a team right now that feels like they're going to beat KU at home. You mentioned a couple of these teams earlier, but with Kansas and Texas Tech and even Baylor in the mix, is there a good shot that you'll see a Big 12 representative 
in the Elite Eight or maybe even the Final Four this year? I, we hope so, but like it's it's interesting because you know the teams at the top right now, um, Arizona. I mean, like Arizona, I would hate the Elite Eight matchup for any of these teams with Arizona. Gonzaga right now just seems like they're going to score 150 points on every single team that they play. Kentucky and Auburn, to me, both when they're at full strength, look awesome and look like they're just, you know, it's going to be tough to beat them in a neutral setting, especially with the way you guys mentioned Walker Kessler. Good Lord, has he become, I mean, the, the, the fact Carolina lost him is absolutely devastating. He has become one of the best players in the country, maybe the best big man in the country away. So it's going to depend on the matchups. You know, I think you say yes because they've got three good candidates in Baylor, Texas Tech, and KU. The question is, though, you know, can those teams be the consistent uh, versions of themselves on neutral courts that we really have not seen yet? I mean, we even saw KU at home last week really struggle with OU, and, and last night we saw them take care of business. Uh, and in the last couple of weeks we saw them run Baylor and then get run by Kentucky. So I think Kansas has the best shot because of the amount of talent and the way that group has kind of coalesced, but they're going to have to do it on a, on a, on a you know, uh, every-other-day basis once they hit the tournament, and they haven't done that to me yet, despite how good the record is. Talk with the host of Locked On Big 12 Podcast, Josh Neighbors. Josh, last night I'm watching K-State and uh, West Virginia go at it. I'm a big Nigel Pack fan. I love Nigel Pack. I think he's one of the better players in this league and in the country in general. But when I'm watching that game and I'm seeing the talent around him like you have uh, Noel's pretty good and they really kind of went on a run once he took that fall there at the end but if they don't put the pieces around Nigel Pack this offseason could you see him hit the transfer portal yeah I mean you're always worried about players like that I mean I think the big concern for Bruce Weber right now is keeping his job I think that was last year was such a disaster for Kansas State um that, you know, a lot of questions had to be asked. And luckily, he's got some pedigree because of what he's done in the past. But I think their focus right now is on finishing this season strong. And I think that's a tournament team. In any other conference in America, that's, that's definitely a team that's going to be in a position to make the NCAA tournament. I think we, I like Noel. I think he's a really good player. Mark Smith has been awesome for them. He is a strong rebounding guard. I think they've got enough firepower to make the NCAA tournament right now. Um, and look, guys, they're one game below 500 in the Big 12. It might, might not feel like it, but that's a, that's a team to me that if you compare their resume to, you know, like Oklahoma's and Iowa State's, I mean, or, or even West Virginia, like they're right there with those teams. So I think Kansas State's got a good chance to make the tournament. And if they do, I actually don't know, know if Nigel Pack would leave, especially because. He's a he's not an easy guy to assimilate in another team. He's such a high volume shot taker. That's not just something you can assimilate into a Kentucky, right? Into a you know into a Tennessee or or you know an Auburn, right? A guy who takes a high volume of difficult shots, kind of like we've seen Remy Martin take, um, you know, at Kansas, it has not been a smooth transition. So yes, you could definitely see a player like that hit the portal, especially because he's a very good three point shooter, but. It's not always easy to assimilate those guys into really good teams. Maybe he's better off at a place like K-State. As far as tonight goes, we're going to have two Big 12 games uh, with Iowa State and TCU and also Oklahoma and Texas, and we kind of touched on it earlier. Oklahoma is really hot right now. Texas coming off that loss at Baylor. What are your thoughts on these games tonight? Yeah, Oklahoma needs us win. I mean, they're, they had a chance to get themselves way off. They beat Texas Tech, which is awesome. 
It kind of gave him a chance to, you know, get way off the bubble against KU. I mean, a wins against Tech and KU, you're going to be safe for right now. They fall late in that game. But that's kind of a, a okay, all right, we, we gave you guys that one as a loss. You are home against Texas now. It's another chance to rack up a top 25, quadrant one win. You're at home, big rivalry. It's a game that if you want to keep yourself on the right side of the bubble or, in some people's opinions, get yourself on the correct side of the bubble, it's a game that Oklahoma is going to have to win. And Texas right now is one-point favorite, so that's, that's pretty interesting. I kind of like the home teams right now. They seem to be playing very well. Iowa State-TCU is a pretty compelling game, too. This is a game that Iowa State needs pretty badly. TCU doesn't need it, but, I mean, they want to stay above 500 in conference, but Iowa State at 16-10 and 3-10 and in the league. Uh, the, the jig's up. The, the jig's kind of up at that point. You're on the wrong side of the bubble, in my opinion. So Iowa State needs to get back on track tonight. They need to get this win. This non-conference record has allowed them to sustain a four-game losing streak. Okay, it's over. It's got to stop tonight. It's got to stop now. Big game. That's the big game tonight, I think, um, if you're talking about, you know, uh, bubble teams. Because Oklahoma, if they lost this game, could still hang around it. Iowa State, I mean, what are we doing at that point if you lose this game, lose up to 10 conference losses? Hey, Josh, we, we know that RPI, strength of schedule, and some of the other things that are, are important when it comes to the NCAA putting the field together. How important and how does it factor in those quadrant one victories? It's big. They look and say, how many quadrant one wins do you have? That's what factors a lot into the net rankings that we see. And, you know, I think the net rankings, they've had a goal of trying to simplify a whole lot of of what we see and make things easier. And I I do like the idea of quadrant one wins. The problem is, like I mentioned with that UVA Tech situation we had last night, you know, there needs to be some conversation about, all right, well, is, is Tech beating UVA on their home floor? Is that really a quadrant three win? UVA is a good team. They just beat Duke last week. They won four straight games. So you have to be careful when you're looking at the quadrant one uh, situation, you know, with those. Now, it, it, I think to me, I'm not sure I always use them as a, um, as a barometer of whether teams should be in or not. I think it's more like it, they tell more of a story, right? So Baylor's nine and three against quadrant one teams. It tells me that they're a really good team. They've had a lot of opportunities against good teams, too, and, and they're well-coached, and they're just objectively a good team. Houston, on the other hand, is 0-3 in their quadrant one opportunities. Small sample size, that might tell me when Houston runs up against the best competition, they're actually not getting things done. But once again, what does qualify as a quadrant one win can sometimes be a bit tricky. So I always think it's important to kind of look at the resume and get some more context before we really understand, you know, before we just use the net ratings uh, like that. I, I still think resume above all is what really helps you. Josh, what do you got, uh, what do you got on, the, on the podcast coming up? Yeah, today uh, I'm going to be putting together my all-Big 12 team. I still have five or six games left, but at this point in the season, all-Big 12 team for hoops. And we're starting to look forward to that NFL draft coming up. So we'll see which Big 12 players could get drafted. So all that stuff's coming up now. Josh, as always, it's a pleasure. We appreciate your time today. Pleasure, guys. Talk to you Talk soon. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12. And by the way, the, the RPI has been replaced in basketball with uh, the, the net. And we could, we could spend a week going into what's in the net. And the NCAA won't exactly tell you everything that goes into their net rankings. They don't even know. <laughs>
<laughs> so, and I wanted to talk a little bit about those quad wins because Baylor does lead the nation in the most quad one victories with nine. So I just thought I'd pass that along. All right, uh, 8-19. We're 19 minutes after 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward Garrett, we're glad you're with us. And uh, coming up in a few minutes, uh, we're going to uh, talk some Major League Baseball. Will we have a season? Will we have one soon? I don't know. Uh, there's there's some optimism, but is it is it real? Is the you know uh, the commissioner said that you know that he's thinking positive. He you know but but where's where's is the proof's in the pudding? Where's the pudding? I, I, I don't know. I mean. You know, I don't see it on the table, honestly. <laughs> there was a proposal presented Saturday by Major League Baseball to the Players Association. Where are we on that? Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that coming up in a few minutes. Also, Kevin Gill, the McLennan Highlander head basketball coach, got another big win over uh, over the uh, their rival Temple, uh, and they just continue to play outstanding basketball. We'll talk to Kevin coming up uh, at uh, at the bottom of the hour as well. So that's all straight ahead here on our Tuesday edition of the program. But right now, we talk about Brokerage House, where you could sell your home in five days. That's right, the Brokerage House guarantees they'll sell your home in five days or less, or they're going to buy it. So that there's the guarantee. And they're going to buy it for a price you agree upon prior to the listing of your home. The Brokerage House is your connection to buyers uh, in right here in Central Texas, but also across the country. In fact, across the world, internationally. They, they've got buyers all over the place looking for homes right here in Central Texas. And uh, the Brokerage House and Aaron Ryan, uh, well, they've got a proven marketing plan that will generate offers above, I did say above, market value and multiple offers for your home. Now, if, you, if that sounds good to you, you're trying to sell your home and you want to talk more about it, let me uh, let me give you a website and a phone number. It's 5daystosold.com. That's the numeral 5, then daystosold.com. Or you can call Aaron, and here's his phone number. It's 817-812-2978. 817-812-2978. That is Brokerage House. This is the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions. The Bears back on the road in Big 12 play Wednesday, headed to Lubbock to take on Texas Tech. 7.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 8 p.m. tip-off Wednesday for the Bears and the Red Raiders. Baylor Big 12 basketball with Pat and John all season long. Right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly sunny, warm, and breezy again today. Highs top out at 73 degrees. Increasing clouds tonight. Could see some drizzle move in overnight as lows fall to 57. And tomorrow, mostly cloudy skies with a 30% chance of a shower or storm in the afternoon and a high of 74. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is here, and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. 
Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready. We are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with Case Construction Equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case Equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and Western Home Decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs, made-from-scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. Eight twenty-five. Welcome back into the program. Game time here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Your friend in the car business. Don't forget if you miss something on the program, you can always go check it out at SyntexSportsFan.com. That's SyntexSportsFan.com, and then all of our uh, social media platforms. We've got uh, we've got them cooking too, don't we, Garrett? Yes, sir. So there you go. There you go. Uh, I, I've you know I've, I've worked really hard to teach everybody around here about all the social media stuff and. You've been a catalyst for it. Yeah. <laughs> Ward and I have dug. We've dug our heels in, and we've got we've got this thing down. <laughs> okay, he's laughing. He's laughing at the old guys. <laughs> All right, eight twenty six. I'm here for emotional support. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, uh, eight twenty six. Uh, baseball. Come on, guys. Are we are are, are we are we going to have? A big league season. I, I think we're going to have a season, but just how much is it going to be delayed? I, I I don't know. I mean, 
there's still some time to get it to get it on track. I don't I, I just I cannot believe that Major League Baseball will fumble this and let themselves continue to crumble because is it, that what the players are thinking as well you think that I, hey look, they better the, be because the, they'll be out of jobs but i mean major but, league baseball is on life support oh yeah but i'm wondering if the players are sitting back going you know what the owners can't afford to to let this thing linger on but see this is their fault in the first place right and i could be wrong isn't this all about the, the money distribution and getting the the other players because why are we giving one player like a billion dollars in this sport and just sitting the rest of your roster? Well, they are looking for younger players to get more of the uh, of the pie. Yeah, there, there's and there's a lot of a lot of little things. But you know, I was looking the other day. It almost looks like Major League Baseball said, "All right, red flag." You know, but still, the players' association still hasn't said, "Let's roll." I I don't know. I mean, it's. It, Again, sometimes I get frustrated. Somebody's going to have to blink or baseball's going to be in deep trouble. Yeah, but, you know, as as a guy that just sits back and watches the game for enjoyment, I mean, as a fan, don't you get frustrated when – because on the surface, and I get it, I mean, at, at the end of the day, it is, it's a labor issue, and there's labor issues all over the country and all over the world. But at the end of the day, for me, it, it just – sometimes I get mad when millionaires and billionaires can't agree. <laughs> Because I, I, you know, it's egos. Yeah. Well, and, and then you start looking at pricing of 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 what it takes to 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 go to a game, and you you just there's a frustration level there that I don't think they understand from our point of view. And when I say our point of view, I'm talking about the fan, the the, the guy that you know gets in the car, drives the ninety miles, goes to the ballpark, buys the tickets, buys the popcorn, you know, does the the big hot dog and all that. You know what I mean? Set you back a week's pay. It can. (laughs) There's no doubt about it. It can if you let it. So, anyway, Joe Buck. Joe Buck's Buck's an optimist. Listen, he says they're going to get a deal done in the next couple of weeks. I think there's too much at stake for either side to test the patience of fans any more than they already have. And I think they're going to get something done. I, I think. You know, time is obviously of the essence, but but nothing gets done until the eleventh hour in these things. And I'm not saying it's it's tomorrow or the next day, but I would think that within the next week or two, something will get done. I, I'd like to believe that because I, I think with the state of the game, both sides knowing that you need to speed things up, you need to get more action back in this game. No, nobody has any patience coming out of a pandemic for billionaires fighting with millionaires. Did I, not, did I honestly? I've never listened to that audio. I promise you, I've never listened to that audio. And he said exactly what I just said. It, it's do you get it? Do they not get it that fans are sick and tired of their stuff? I don't think they care. I mean, all they see is well, they better care because we're the ones that at the end of the day are writing the are writing the check. Yeah, but also so many of these owners aren't just getting their revenue coming in oh, off I, of the game. You know, I so know. they don't really they, it, it's. It's nothing to them. Well, it, it's a, well, I, I wouldn't say nothing, Gary, because it's a huge investment uh, for for these yeah, guys. But they can still live nice if they lose their team or don't have money coming in. Yeah, they got the TV money. Absolutely. Well, do they have the TV money if there's no games? Well, no, they don't. But I'm just saying, you know, look, they're not. As Garrett's point is, they're not relying on butts in the seats. They're just not. Rangers approve that. 
They don't care, guys. I, I think it's different with baseball. It, it, this not. is this is not football. This is not bad. They don't have guaranteed money. They go out and put their deals together with Fox Sports Southwest. They go and put their deals together with these regional deals. It's not the same money as these national deals. Well, what I'm saying is the owners aren't aren't worried about. Okay, say the owner of the Rangers. That's not his only income coming in. He's got multiple other business ventures. So if this one sits idle or it doesn't generate any revenue it's not a big deal to them. I see I totally disagree with you totally disagree there's too much money they've invested too much money in these buildings these facilities their minor league facilities there, there's a lot of money at stake here and that's why you say it's millionaires fighting with billionaires it, it, he did say that uh, in Joe Buck who, who works for Fox and does the play-by-play for Fox he, he went on to say that Major League Baseball cannot lose ball games they can't lose many games yeah, I get it. Each side has points that they feel really strongly about, and they're both really prideful sides that, that are going at it at the negotiating table. But everybody's got to take a step back and go, well, this thing needs to get done and needs to get done now. So I, I can't imagine losing many games in April, let alone you know flushing April and, and starting games in May. I, I just – both sides are too smart for that. I, I have to believe. Are they? <laughs> yeah, they are. I, I hope. I hope. I hope. I hope that they they figure out. A, you know, but I guess. And and I know he he said something about you know a lot of times this stuff doesn't get done to the eleventh hour. But why are you putting everybody through this? If, if you if you know you're going to get it done, get in a room, close the door, don't come out until it's done. I mean, you know. Puff the the smoke out of the, out of, you know, and go sing Kumbaya. I, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand it. I just to me, it all comes down to to pride. It comes down to egos, arrogance. It, it's that's what it is, honestly. At the end of the day, in my opinion, very well could be because they don't have a deal done, and and, and I don't, you know. So there was a package presented on Saturday, and I just looked at MajorLeagueBaseball.com. It was presented on Saturday. I don't see another follow-up story saying, "Hey, here's what you know. Here's what's taking so long." I mean, they they might there there's probably pieces in there that both sides agree on, and it's just ironing out the final details. And that's something that you know it could take a week. It could take two weeks. We don't really know. It's it's kind of like to me this is it's like you go into jury duty, you know, and and you 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 see the case and you go in and you never know how long the deliberations are going to be. It could take a week. It could take a day. That's the similar situation we're in now. But these dudes have been doing this for months. That's what bothers me. But anyway, let's see. We'll, we'll, we'll see in April whether, you know, whether we're going to the ballpark and giving away tickets and broadcasting games and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Uh, you know, and look how many other jobs are affected. I just thought about that. We, we, I know we're up against the no. clock. But how many other jobs – are affected by it. I mean, you have ticket takers, you have ushers, you have concession stand people. There's a bunch of people whose whose income isn't a million dollars or a billion dollars, and their jobs are affected as well. They're the ones who really get hurt by it. Absolutely. Absolutely. 834, let's uh, step aside. When we come back, we'll talk to Kevin Gill, the McLennan Highlanders. We do that next. 
Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, February 17th, and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and baseball coach Steve Rodriguez. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Sell your home in five days. The brokerage house guarantees they will sell your home in five days or less, or they will buy it for a price you agree upon prior to listing your home. They're your connection to buyers from not only around Central Texas, but also nationally. If you're going to sell your home, there's only one real estate agent you should trust, and that's Aaron Ryan at the Brokerage House Realtors. Aaron has a proven marketing system that is known to generate offers above market value and multiple offers. For more information, visit 5daystosow.com. That's 5 days to so.com. 54th District Judge Susan Kelly here. Over a year ago, I survived a rigorous application process in which I competed against other serious qualified candidates. After a thorough vetting, Governor Greg Abbott appointed me to the 54th and now endorses me because I apply the rule of law and deliver justice for all. A conservative Republican, I have managed to move the docket this past year, ensuring that every accused receives justice and if convicted, receives swift and proper punishment. Early voting has started. Please vote and keep Judge Kelly. Political ad paid for by Susan Kelly from McClendon. County Judge Campaign. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Ruth Toft Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. The NFL Network reports that an investigation is looking into accusations that Dolphins owner Stephen Ross paid for his team to lose games. The league could force Ross to sell the team if the accusations prove to be true. McLennan pulled off the double win over Temple. The High Lassies got 24 points from Mercedes' nephew in their 71-53 win, while Chris Pryor poured in 20 to lead the Highlanders to an 83-60 victory. The La Vega and Lorena girls opened postseason play with victories. Crawford was also a winner over Mark, and Marlin knocked out Bruce Valetti. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, 838. We're 22 now away from 9 o'clock. And we're presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. We welcome into the program Coach Kevin Gill from the McLennan Highlanders. Coach, good morning. How are you? 
I'm doing great, great. How you guys doing? We're, we're terrific. I, I imagine you are. I mean, anytime you, uh, anytime you get a conference win, anytime you get a conference win against uh, Temple, it, it's always a good night, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. The guys were ready for the game, and uh, it was a really good game, and it was fun to uh, watch those guys play last night. Coach, talk a little bit about where you are right now in the conference race. What do you got to get done to to finish this thing out and to and to win the championship? Uh, like we said uh, to the guys yesterday, it was a really big week, and it started last night. Uh, we were two games up on everybody. Uh, Colin was two games behind us, and we won last night, and Colin won last night, so uh, we had. Uh, three games to play, and we go to Collin on uh, Wednesday. And if we can uh, somehow go to Collin and get a win, then uh, we would be uh, conference champs no matter what. Uh, but if we didn't win, we play uh, Ranger on Saturday, and then we got Grayson the following Saturday. So um, if we can win, you know, two of the next three, uh, we'll be conference champs. Coach, is it more about fine-tuning this point in the season than anything else? Uh, well, in a way it is because, uh, you know, we started out with Temple and, um, you know, they beat us by one at their place. And, uh, since then we've, uh, reeled off 10 straight victories. So, uh, we're just trying to continue to get better. And, um, you know, guys are, uh, defining their roles now. And, uh, you know, we're really playing good defense and, uh, just, continuing to work on shooting, making shots, and making foul shots, uh, and taking care of the basketball, rebounding is uh, what we're concentrating on. Talking with Kevin Gill of the uh, McLennan Highlanders coming off an 83-60 victory over Temple. Coach, uh, and we've, we've talked about where you are and potentially winning a conference championship. Winning the title, obviously you get the gold ball and, and, and you want to win – but what what does that do for you when, as far as postseason? Is it beneficial as far as seeding is concerned when you go into into postseason in the postseason tournament? Sure, uh, that's why you always want to go in as high as you can as far as seeding wise. Uh, being number one actually puts you against the number two team over in uh, the number four team over in the West. So uh, you know it's better to play uh, number four than three or two. Well, sometimes it is, but uh, it isn't. But most time it is. And then actually you would actually, if you could continue to win, you would meet up with the number one team over there in the championship game. So, uh, yeah, it's always good to be seated as high as you can. Coach, you mentioned defense coming together for this team. Is it more about being able to get back and play good defense and then turn that transition game into your favor with the guards? Uh, yeah, uh, that's one thing we always stress is, uh, you know, let your defense turn into your offense. And uh, we're currently uh, number five in the nation in points allowed. Uh, we give up just under 60 points a game. And, uh, you know, Temple's a high-powered offense, and they average about 95 points a game, and we held them to 60 last night. So, uh, But we were able to score 83, which is good. So our defense really uh, helped us last night, and uh, – you know, the guys are starting to really find a rhythm in shooting, and uh, we made shots. I think we had 11 threes last night. Coach, I want to go back to the tournament for just a second. Obviously, if if you win that that, that tournament, you, you advance to the national tournament. Are there any at-large 
positions in, in the national tournament where if you happen not to win the regional tournament that you still have an opportunity? Uh, yeah, uh, there's eight at-large bids, but uh, somehow, unfortunately, we've been snubbed like three three times in it. Uh, you know, I don't know uh, how to say it, but it, it's kind of – it's not very favorable to us, even in the rankings. Uh, you know, we're – uh, 23 and two, uh, no, 23 and three. Um, we've won 10 conference games in a row. Uh, and you know, we've been receiving votes for the last 10 weeks. I mean, somehow we can't get in. I mean, um, Collin County was number six in the country and then they lost a game to Weatherford. Uh, and then they dropped to number 10 and then we go and beat Collin by, uh, about 14 points, and uh, we just still, for some reason, we can't get in there. But uh, like I told the guys, I mean, the only thing we can do is control what we can control. And, uh, you know, the best thing to do is try to go win the tournament. But, uh, you know, you just wish you could have the same, uh, you know, draw that everybody else. A couple of years ago, South Plains uh, didn't win their conference. Uh, they lost like 10 games, uh, wasn't ranked, and got an at-large bid, and that, that never happened. That was the first time a team ever got in a large bid without being ranked and didn't win their conference and uh, had over 10 losses. So uh, the only thing we could do is control what we could control, and uh, that's what I told the guys. And, you know, just keep working. Uh, you know, in the conference, we were – in preseason polls, we were picked fifth. And uh, since I've been here, we've never been picked that low. And, um, you know – the guys kind of took to that and uh, ran with it and decided, hey, man, if, it's one thing we won't do. We won't be able – we're not going to finish fifth in the conference. And uh, they've done a great job, and I'm really proud of them. Coach, you obviously have a, a long track record of success there with the Highlanders. We have a lot of high school talent, I mean, really solid talent in this area. If you're looking at kids, say they're seniors, juniors, and tell them why MCC, why – what. Would you say to a kid, why MCC come play here? Well, um, you know, there's a big, big misconception about junior college basketball. All the kids today, uh, you know, when they're in eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade, you know, they're thinking about going to Duke. They're thinking about going to, uh, you know, Kentucky, Baylor. And, uh, you know, it's hard to get a Division One scholarship and, it's getting harder and harder for a high school kid to get a scholarship because if you're not in the top probably 15 or 20 kids in the state, then uh, the uh, colleges are going for transfers. They're going to the portal. And then after that, they're going JUCO kids. Uh, teams are trying to get older. Uh, used to, if you had a kid in college at 22, uh, you know, he was a senior. <laughs> but now you got kids that are, 23 and 24 that are playing and some of them 22 that have a year or two to play. So, uh, but you know, uh, MCC is a place where uh, you're going to get a great education. Number one, uh, you're going to uh, win number two. And then number three, uh, you know, your parents and your family and friends will get a chance to see you play. Kevin, you got uh, you got you got Collin on Wednesday night. Big game, man. Uh, we wish you all the best. Thanks so much for your time today. Appreciate you guys. Have a great day. That is Kevin Gill.
highly successful. Does a great job with with the McLennan basketball program, and man, they're uh, we're again in a position to win a championship. And he's right. There's no rhyme or reason when you look. And I knew that they had. Uh, I didn't know what the, if it was eight, but I knew that there was at large positions in the national tournament. Uh, and this program, with all the success that it that it has, for whatever reason, they they get overlooked, and so. Man, you've got one chance, and that's to go win this regional tournament coming up in a few weeks. So uh, we wish them the very best. 846, we're 14 away from nine. Stay with us. There's more to come here on Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. Fran Priscilla, our guest, ESPN color analyst, best in the country at uh, doing that for college basketball, and we appreciate every opportunity he has to come through Waco. It's all cyclical. Everything in college basketball at the power conference level is cyclical, except that over the last eight or nine years, it's been clear that the Big 12 analytically is either one or two. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's time to save on the powerfully versatile Kubota M7 tractor with up to 168 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, and operator-friendly controls and comfort. The hard-working M7. Built right, built ready. Now get the Kubota M7 tractor for zero down and 0% APR for 60 months, plus $8,000 loyalty cash reward. Now through March 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. I'm Josh Tetons, and I'm running to be your district attorney here in McLennan County. I'm a proud graduate of both Baylor University and Baylor Law School, a dad, a husband, and a member of Glory Bell Church in Waco. You will always know where I stand on the issues. I oppose defunding the police and support law enforcement. That's why I'm proud to be endorsed by Sheriff Parnell McNamara, the Waco Police Association, and the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County. My 15 years as a criminal defense attorney have given me the experience necessary to protect and defend our cherished Constitution from the radical liberals who want to destroy it. The most important job in my life is being a father of three and a devoted husband. Just like you, I want safer streets for my kids to play on, hardened criminals to be locked up, and drugs to be taken off our streets. It's time we do better. It's time we support law enforcement. I'm Josh Tetons, candidate for McLennan County District Attorney, and I prove this message because it's time for a change. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. The NFL Network reports that an investigation is looking into accusations that Dolphins owner Stephen Ross paid for his team to lose games. The league could force Ross to sell the team if the accusations prove to be true. McLennan pulled off the double win over Temple. The Highlashies got 24 points from Mercedes' nephew in their 71-53 win, while Chris Pryor poured in 20 to lead the Highlanders to an 83-60 victory. The La Vega and Lorena girls opened postseason play with victories. 
Crawford was also a winner over Mark, and Marlon knocked out Bruce Valetti. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. 8.50, 10 away from 9. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Why are you laughing, Garrett? Ward hates this beat. He hates it so this much. This tune? It reminds him of uh, some, some funky it. stuff. Okay. I th- <laughs> Let's put it like that. I think it's an old toe tapper. An old toe tapper, huh? <laughs> the tapper, all it's right. It's a tapper. <laughs> <laughs> you, you I'm gonna, dead on that one. You're going to put Garrett in the floor. All right. All right. Let's see. Uh, at, at 8.51, we say, uh, again, congratulations. If you just joined us, congratulations to Melissa Smith, named Big 12 Player of the Week. And uh, James Akinjo was named the Newcomer of the Week uh, in Big 12 basketball. Coming up tonight in basketball, you do have uh, – you, you have Iowa State at TCU. That's a big one. And, and how about Texas and Oklahoma? Uh you know, Texas is on the road. Oklahoma desperate for a win. Texas desperate not to lose two in a row. It, this is a, it, For both teams, for several reasons, this is a big game. I think for any team right now headed into Norman or just facing the Sooners in general, you cannot take them for granted. You cannot overlook them. They are extremely hot right now. This is a rivalry game. But with Texas coming off that loss at Baylor, I, I doubt that they drop back-to-back games against rivals. Oklahoma in conference play is three and three at home, and they are one and five on the road. So they, uh, uh, and again, they are at home. And Texas goes into Norman tonight, and again, the the Longhorns at seven and five overall after their loss on Saturday in Waco. They are two and four away from the Irwin Center. So uh, again, I think I think this is a big game for for both teams for several reasons. Uh, <laughs> So we'll see. So that that one tips, I believe, at eight o'clock tonight. Uh, no, that's the that is the six o'clock game. Iowa State and TCU will be the eight o'clock game tonight, and I think both of those games. Uh, well, no, Texas and Oklahoma's on the deuce, and uh, Iowa State and TCU will be on ESPNU. So there you go. Uh, and, and do we do have softball coming up tonight, guys? We have the uh, Baylor softball team off to a perfect four and zero start. They're going to be uh, in Nacogdoches to take on Stephen F. Austin. Uh, SFA has started the season at one and four on the year, so let's see what Glenmore's team can do as they continue on the road. Interesting that they're playing their first what five now on the road away from uh, away from Getterman. So they went and played in that tournament uh, over the weekend and and won all four games there, including having to wait on Sunday because of a rain delay. And then got it done, and then uh, they'll play Stephen F. Austin tonight. And again, you can hear that game beginning at uh, six. 15 uh, on 101.3 FM with the uh, first pitch coming up around 6.30 tonight. So I like that. I like playing starting off earlier on the road, though, because, I mean, it, that kind of gets your mind right. Like, that's where you're going to have to win because if you can win on the road, then you can definitely take care of business at home. I, I like it. All right. Let's, let, let's just play a little game here real quick. How many times has Baylor and Stephen F. Austin played in softball? I don't know. Uh, take a guess. Just ta- just ta- take a guess. 12. 54. Oh, my goodness, Ward. It's the 57th meeting between Baylor and SFA. He's doing his homework. What? He's done something. <laughs> wow. That's pretty impressive. I would have never guessed that. I would have, you know. But, yeah, the 57th meeting coming up tonight between the Bears and the Lumberjacks. So, uh, 
Again, that game will be over on our sister station, 101.3 FM. Uh, let's see. Uh, what do we got tomorrow? Have we, we? No, we don't. We don't have it planned yet, do we? Have to lay that out. We're, we're going to lay that out here. Uh, <laughs> I would. I would imagine if I was guessing that uh, we we could hear from Shehan Jayaraja from CBS Sports tomorrow. That may be a possibility. I think that's a good guess. Kind of look at what's going on in the Big Twelve as we get ready for uh, a big night in the in the in the Big Twelve. I'm excited to talk to Shehan. He has been lighting Twitter up with Matthew Stafford coming from humble beginnings <laughs> in the the, uh, the the mean streets of Highland Park, Are Texas. you telling me that, that you think that because he's from Highland Park, a stone's throw from SMU, that he's not from humble beginnings? No. I mean, he, he had it so rough coming up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is going to do it for us. Uh, again, uh, John Moore's coming up at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Matt Mosley is here at 4. We have the Greeny coming up at 9 o'clock, and we are back in the morning at 7 a.m., so it should be a lot of fun. And uh, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get together tomorrow morning at 7. All right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, Have a great day. For Ward and Garrett, I'm Tom. We'll see you in the morning at 7.